You're listening to Recover, Episode 9. All content is produced by Marlon Hughes and is solely based on his own personal experiences of recovery and can be reached at allintalkingspirit at gmail.com. Hello and welcome and thank you for joining me on another podcast. On this episode, I'm going to share my experience with this so-called diseased concept, how I'm facing it and how I'm dealing with it. And um, I'm just going to jump right on off into it. You know, uh, you see the debate as to whether alcoholism and drug addiction is a disease or not is really the big topic of the day right now. Kind of like the uh, flavor of the month. This concept has been debated for over 200 plus years, doctors and lawyers and laymen and all of that other stuff. And and all the noise is just only getting louder. Now, there are some individuals out there with very little understanding and a whole lot of misinformation about the nature of alcoholism and drug abuse. What it does to individuals, families and communities. Those people. They're, in my view, they're just spewing out insane noise and, and kind of mimicking what's being said, all just to be a part of the noise that's out there. Then there are the doctors and the PhDs and, and all the medical individuals who say that it's not a disease at all because the clinical data doesn't support the concept that it is a disease. Well, in fact, they say that through their research, it's just a failure on one's part to make the right choices and decisions to control your drinking like everyone else. And then finally, that there are skeptics out there, those that just don't quite believe it. And they say it's just merely an excuse not to take responsibility for their actions while they're drinking or using drugs. That this is just an excuse. This is just an easy way out. And besides, this group, they claim that it's all a big money scam for all the treatment centers, rehabs, and insurance companies. Just to make myself clear, I'm not jumping into the debate here. (laughs) Nor I care either. What I'm jumping into is the opportunity for myself to share my thoughts and my life experience with this disease concept idea. So, first, the dictionary defines disease as any harmful, depraved, or morbid condition as of the mind or society. The dictionary also goes on to define concept as a general notion or idea. Conception. I'm a recovered alcoholic and drug addict. And it's only through God's grace that I've been sober one day at a time for nine years straight now. I've come to understand my condition, the reasons behind it. And I know without a doubt that I suffer from a disease of the mind and body. My mind obsesses over the first opportunity to drink or use drugs. And when that first opportunity happens for me, the mind can't and it doesn't know when to stop. That is just a fact for me. 
And the body, physically, it craves it. And when the body gets it, it wants more. You see, I've done drugs and alcohol for the better part of 25 years. And during all these years, at some point before I got sober, I wanted to stop in my heart. And in my head, I wanted to stop. I wanted to be able to drink sociably with my homeboys and not go overboard. I wanted to be able to just take one hit of dope and just put the pipe down and, and, and chill out and be it. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Yes, the very first time I did drugs and alcohol, it was a choice. I chose to do it. I chose it because I liked the way it made me feel. But for me, when I did that, all bets were off. Oh, sure, I did all the necessary things one might do to make a, a mental and physical change. Yes, I did. You know, I, I did the, the move away from my environment, thinking that being in a different environment and around different people would enable me to change. I... Went to church on a regular basis to get some of that old time religion. To get myself right with God. Also tried new activities. Uh, tried to meet new friends and blah, blah, blah. The, the list goes on what I tried to do and none of it worked for me. None of it. It wasn't that I wasn't trying and it wasn't from a lack of trying. It just didn't work for me. That's not to take away from anybody else. Yes, it might have worked for them, but it didn't work for me. Every time I made a conscious decision to try to stop drinking and using alcohols, I had no real power to hold back the obsession and the physical craving. None whatsoever. Nothing to help in my defense. My mind got weak and the body started losing control, whatever. You see, the, the my mind lost control. My body starts to shake, sweat, break out in sore rashes, fevers, whatever. Can't even hold even food down. So isn't it a disease or not? In my experience, yes, it is. It attacks the mind and breaks down the body. And the only cure and the only thing that worked for me is and was a spiritual relationship with God and the daily maintenance and relationship with him. Period. Let me take a break here and I'll be back right after this.
and welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the track and I hope it wasn't too long for you. So let's jump back into this thing that we call the concept. You see, the disease concept means something different for different people. <laughs> and for those of us that are working and living a life of recovery, we view this concept as a disease or an allergy. <laughs> this was the vehicle that drove us to understand and start the process of sobriety. Seeing the type of allergy we're dealing with is an individual personal journey for each one of us. No two people do it the same. As for me, as stated before, it's a disease of the mind and an allergy of the body. My mind obsesses over that first drink and my body craves it and wants it to continue. You see, when I first got my freedom of bondage from alcohol and drugs, it was Alcoholics Anonymous that introduced me to this idea of the disease concept. And I truly believe for me that is a disease rather than an issue of control. Uh, I get my information from the literature of Alcoholics Anonymous. And for me, that literature rings true in my life. In the doctor's opinion on page XXVIII, a certain Dr. William Silkworth back in the 1930s wrote to Alcoholics Anonymous about his findings on it. And what he wrote in this doctor's opinion hit it right on the head for me. Let me read a portion of this. And it's, and I quote, we believe and so suggested a few years ago that the action of alcohol on these chronic alcoholics is a manifestation of an allergy, that the phenomenon of craving is limited to this class and never occurs in the average temperate drinker, temperate drinker. These allergic types can never safely use alcohol in any form at all. And once having formed the habit and found that they cannot break it, once having lost their self-confidence, their reliance upon things human, the problems pile up on them and become astonishingly difficult to solve. Now, for me, this was not an excuse. This is a reason for why I did the things that I did. It was pretty convincing to me. And whether anybody else out there believed it or not, it just made sense to me. Well, the next nail on the coffin for me, it came out of the same literature of Alcoholics Anonymous. And after nine years of continuous sobriety and standing on this, I come to truly believe what my solution is. So out of the same book of Alcoholics Anonymous, out of the same literature, I quote, from the first paragraph of chapter four, we agnostics. In the preceding chapters, you have learned something of alcoholism. Now, this is all the other chapters before then. It kind of explains all of the, the symptoms, the remedies and all of that stuff. The reasons why. We hope you've made the clear distinction between the alcoholic and the non-alcoholic. If, when you honestly want to, you find you cannot quit entirely, or if when drinking, you have little control over the amount you take, you're probably alcoholic. 
If that be the case, you may be suffering from an illness which only a spiritual experience will conquer. Now, out of all the years of my using and drinking career, I've been trying to go to church, trying to trying to find some religion, trying to find Jesus and all of that other stuff by going through religious dogma and things of that nature and never really worked for me. This is the reason why this passage here tells me that I suffer from a spiritual disease. It's a spiritual need I need, not a religious one. In conclusion, it tells me I, I know now that the disease that I suffer from is a spiritual one. And without a spiritual connection or a spiritual relationship with the creator. And in this case, I'm going to call it for what it is. God. Without this spiritual relationship with God, I will in time fall back into this disease pattern of alcoholism and drug abuse. And then once that happens, all bets are off. I lose everything. Even myself. You see, while the debate is going on out there, whether people like me is using the disease concept as an excuse or not to continue to do what they're doing or have some sort of excuse while they're sober for the things that they do while they're out there debating this stuff right here. I'm thoroughly convinced by looking back on the wreckage of my past and from what I understand today of it, I'm thoroughly convinced that I suffer from a spiritual disease. And whether anybody else out there understands it or not is not my fight. As long as I'm doing this deal one day at a time, knowing fully that I suffer from a spiritual disease, I have a fighting chance to stay sober. Because within that, within, within that knowledge that I suffer from a spiritual disease, I have a solution for it. And it helps me. It helps me to better myself each day. Helps me to correct my mistakes and it gives me the power that I need to do the next right thing. And with that, I've reached the end of this podcast. I'm glad that you were able to tune in and listen. And I hope that I was able to share my experience in regards of the disease concept to you. I also hope that you the listener will consider what it personally means to you. I would like to encourage all listeners to be involved in a 12 step or other life program. Surround yourself with those who are actively working a, a positive life program and will keep you accountable. See what recovery looks like in action. Practice what you learn and then return a favor to someone who's struggling. The music track for this episode is called Starfish in Slow Motion by Oz Alchemist. And it can be found as well as all the other tracks that are played on the podcast at freemusicarchive.org. For any suggestions, comments, or posts, I can be reached at allintalkingspirit at gmail.com or at my Facebook page at To Recover. You can, you can please like and you can share this with others. 
You can also read my blog at All In Recover at Word, um, All In Recover WordPress.com. You can catch all the podcast episodes at Podbean.com. Just search for Recover, or you can also catch them at To Recover on my Facebook page. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>